0: So before we get started on this week's episode of Three Wide, let me tell you about our presenting sponsor, Hunt to Harvest. Now, Hunt to Harvest is back with us for our second season here at Three Wide. And right now, if you head over to HuntToHarvest.com, you can check out their new spring 2023 selection, where they have plenty of design choices for turkey hunting, as well as different types of fishing. Also, they still have that mystery box special going on where you can get three shirts chosen at random sent to you for just $33. And with the high-quality shirts you're getting at $11 a piece, you can't find that kind of deal anywhere else. So head on over to HuntToHarvest.com where you can update or upgrade your hunting apparel. And when you go to check out, be sure to enter that promo code radney 18923 That's R-A-D-N-E-Y 18923 to get even more savings at checkout at HuntToHarvest.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Three Wide. I'm your host, Randy Crawford. Today, we're going to be going over all the action from Dover over the weekend Where the Truex Brothers Got the Weekend Sweep, Ryan getting his first career Xfinity win on Saturday, Martin breaking his 54-race winless streak on Monday, and also we will be discussing some silly season news like Legacy Motor Club going from Chevrolet to Toyota in 2024 and Josh Berry's prospects for going cup racing next season. And, of course, we look ahead to this upcoming weekend's races at Kansas, and it all gets discussed on this episode of 3Y. So, of course, starting off the race weekend, we had the NASCAR Xfinity Series on Saturday, where around Truex, he comes away with his first career Xfinity win. He was the dominant car all day. He led 124 of the 200 laps. The the second best was Sheldon Creed with 41. But for Truex, everything kind of came full circle Saturday. He was, you know, Above the rest of the field but you go back to 2012 when he was driving for joe gibbs then as well in a, a part-time s- slot he came so close to winning this race at dover lost the lead to joey Logano with five or six laps to go uh, held up by lap traffic this time he's able to hold on to it and get the race win and this has been a solid season for ryan so far in this Joe Gibbs racing number 19 last year. He shared the 18 car with drivers like Trevor Bain and Sammy Smith. And Ryan definitely wasn't the stronger of the group in that car last year. Uh, But this year he has come out and been like a rocket ship, been extremely competitive in every race he's run. Uh, So far, this is his third top five, third top 10 on the season in five races with this car. His other finishes, you know, Weren't terrible. He finished 12th at Martinsville, 17th at Talladega. So still a competitive, much more competitive year this year for Ryan. He's completed all the laps he's run in that 19 car. And now the question is, can he turn this into a full-time slot somewhere in the Xfinity series? I, I think for him to do that, I don't know when his next start is for Joe Gibbs racing, but another win or two or being right there in the mix of it, another second or third place finish Will definitely help his prospects for for getting a full time ride next year, and he's going to need sponsorship. Of course, he's going to need some help to to get a full time slot. I don't know if it will be with Joe Gibbs Racing. That will be, I'm sure, the preferred landing spot for Truex. He, he's shown so far this year that he can be competitive. He can run up front in this car, and you know, definitely going to be asking for a full time shot next year with this team. But you could see the emotion from Ryan after the race. This, this meant a lot to him, and it's been a long time coming—a very popular win for uh, for the Truex family, for the fans. That this was a a long time coming for Truex, he has been bouncing around ever since the the back. You know, when he was driving part time for Joe Gibbs Racing, losing that race at Dover, he's bounced from Cup Series to Xfinity Series to Truck Series, just trying to get a good solid landing spot and right now he seems to be in a pretty solid space with with this part-time run in Joe Gibbs Racing. So it'll be interesting to see if he can parlay this into a full-time ride next season. And Dover now is normally a strong track for Junior Motorsports, and they still had a solid run, even though they didn't get the race win. Uh, Josh Berry finished second with Justin Allgaier in third. Sam Mayer finished in ninth. So a a good solid day overall for, for Junior Motorsports and Brandon Jones in eighth. Uh, a much needed day, even though none of their drivers led any laps Sunday, they, they were still all came away with solid top 10 finishes. Sheldon Creed, again, he has a strong run, just was not able to take full advantage of it, but he he's still chipping away, trying to get that first career win. Um, the big one, big story of this Xfinity race was the the deal between Parker Kligerman and Corey Haim, where Corey Haim spun out Parker Kligerman, ending Parker's day. Parker gets out, lets Corey Haim know he's number one. Corey says after the race that he has no reason to make enemies. It was just a a mistake on his part. And, you know, this was one of his first starts in the Xfinity series. Mistakes are going to be made. I understand Parker has a right to be upset. He's out there running for a championship trying to to get himself into the playoffs with his 48 car and coming away with the last place finish is definitely going to put a, a dent in that. But I don't think it's anything we'll see carry on as far as this season goes. I don't know how many more starts uh, Corey has either, but that was definitely the big incident of the day that, that everybody was talking about. Um, but then w- moving on to Sun, well, not Sunday's cup race, Monday's cup race, you had a rain delay. NASCAR made a quick decision on sunday that hey we're not going to be able to do this race we're going to move it to monday which i applaud nascar for that move that they gave you know quite a bit of heads up for the fans for the team members the drivers some elected to go back home to north carolina others stayed at the track but when the race finally kicked off on monday it was an exciting dover race it was really good you know good battles going on over the place you had battles like martin tricks jr ross chastain byron Uh, Denny Hamlin was really strong. It it, it was tough to see who was going to come away with the race win. And we had an excellent battle going on there at the end with Truex Jr. and Ross Chastain, where Ross, he was trying to make up ground on Truex. And Martin was pure mirror driving. He, He was doing an excellent job on holding off Ross's runs, running him, you know, up high, taking away his line. And. Definitely a good veteran move, veteran race for Barton Trex Jr. Ross Chastain, it was another controversial race for him. He, going into turn one, he made contact. He spun out the 15 car Brennan Pool while racing right there with Kyle Larson for position up in the top five. When Brennan it, it spins out, he comes back up the track, collects Kyle Larson. And even though Kyle was able to continue and finish running the race, it comes away with a 32nd place finish far from what he would have had at the end of the day. And Brennan and Larson both were not happy with Chastain, rightfully so. Uh, and I've defended Ross before in these kind of incidents, but this is one of those that's, you know, could have been avoided completely unnecessary going into turn one it's, we're only 80 laps into the race. There's no need to be pushing the envelope this hard, especially with lap traffic, take your time. If you lose the position to Larson, so what, you know, shake it off, get around the lap car and go back after him. And Larson got a little bit of payback there at the end. Before that last caution, Chastain was running down Truex and they had to get around Larson and he let Truex go by no problem. But when Ross got back to Larson, you could tell Larson was pure mirror driving as well. He was doing everything he could just to hold up Chastain, uh, which, If the race had stayed green, that would have probably been the difference maker and ended Chastain's chance at a win. Uh, But we did get that late caution with Joey Logano spinning out. And this set up an exciting late sprint to the finish. You had Martin, Ryan Blaney, and uh, Christopher Bell elect to take two tires, while everyone else on the lead lap, which was only eight or nine cars at the time, I believe, they took four tires. And Martin was able to hold everybody off with, with the two tires. He was able to get clear of Christopher Bell and Ryan Blaney after about three quarters of a lap or a a lap and a half, I would say. And that was just enough time for, for him to get some gap between him and Ross Ross couldn't run him down. And, And Martin breaks that 54 race winless streak, which lifts a huge weight off his shoulder. You could tell he was, he really, you know, was thrilled as any driver would be, but especially Martin, For breaking this winless streak, getting back into victory lane in a track that has been very good for him and his career. And Joe Gibbs made some interesting comments in the post race media center, talking about trying to get True X to come back for 2024. Last year, it was talked about that, you know, last year might have been Martin's last full time year or this year would be. So a lot of fans, media members, myself included, thought this, you know, this year would be it for True X. And True X wasn't going to go out with some big, you know, farewell tour. That's not his style. You know, he was just going to kind of wrap up the year at Homestead and, and Ralph in the sunset. But with this talk now with Truex, just seeming to be purely enjoying himself now and, and, and driving this 19 car, it, it wouldn't be a surprise to see him come back next year, which would throw a huge kink into the the silly season for this season, which we'll get to here in just a little bit. So Truex just may not be done quite yet, especially if he can make a good run for the championship this season, if he can keep getting into victory lane, you know, he may say, you know what, let's come go back for another one to see what we can get on it. So now looking ahead to this weekend's races at Kansas, uh, we have the Crashman Truck Series as well as the Cup Series racing this weekend. Lightly touching on the Truck Series side of things. Zane Smith is the defending winner from this race last year. He led 108 of the 134 laps. It was just another dominant race for Zane Smith on the way to the championship last year. Corey Heim led the second most laps last year at 18. And I think those are two guys that you're going to see up front battling for the win. Uh, Corey's coming off a race win in Martinsville. So momentum and probably confidence is on his side for this one. But if you're looking for some dark horses in this one to possibly get up there and, and get the upset, keep an eye on uh, Ty Majewski as well as Grant Enfinger. Most notably Ty Majeski Ty. He was running up front for most of the race last year, finished solidly in the top five in both stages, as well as the second place finish. And if just seemed to be a hair behind what Zane and Corey had. But if things go the right way, the right caution falls gets a faster pit stop, numerous things that could go his way. Look for him to be a contender on Saturday as well. Now, moving over to the Cup Series race, I believe this is going to be a strong weekend for not only Toyota, but 2311 in particular. Last year, 2311, they swept both races at Kansas last year. You had Kurt Busch winning in the spring in the 45 car and what may be his last Cup Series win. And you also have Bubba win in the fall driving the number 45, but it was still his 23 car. The team always the same. They just swapped the numbers for the owner's point playoff. And Bubba finished in 10th in the spring, as I said, one in the fall. So he had a great run last year at Kansas and Tyler Reddick. This is his kind of track. Don't pay attention to the finishes we saw last year. You know, he showed speed. He qualified first and second in both races last year just doesn't have the finishes to show for it. He was caught up in a crash in one of the races, but this is his kind of track. This is his wheelhouse where it's a multi-groove mile and a half. He can run up against the wall if he wants to, he can search around and find different lanes. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him be one of the front runners all day and, and come away with a race win just simply because he's shown more consistent speed in that 45 car than right now Bubba has in the 23. So, I would put Tyler Reddick by, over Bubba Wallace, maybe by just a hair, but but not by much. And then also Toyota last year in both the spring and fall races, they were all over this top 10. You had Kurt Busch with the win in the spring, Kyle Busch finishing third, Denny Hamlin fourth, Christopher Bell fifth, Truex sixth, and, and Bubba Wallace in 10th. So pretty much all the top Toyotas, they were up there in the top 10 at the end of the day. And Denny's going to be the guy to kind of watch lurking in the background. He's going to be strong and tough to beat. Uh, But again, I think it's just going to be another Toyota race weekend, another Toyota dominant weekend. Um, For even though Kyle is no longer with Toyota, Ty Gibbs being in that car, look for him to have a good solid day. We're starting to see Ty get his feet up under him. He was running up as high as fourth and was holding his own up there at the front at Dover on Monday and you know he's had a string of top tens this year we're seeing more consistency and and him getting more comfortable in this car and and i think it's just a matter of time for he you know starts punching through and being up there running in, in the top five the top three more consistently and this will be a good track for him joe Gibbs has always had good runs here with his cars so keep an eye on ty Gibbs to come away with a good solid finish on sunday And before we sign off, uh, just a couple of things of note uh, as far as silly season goes. You had just yesterday Legacy Motor Club come out and announce that they will be moving from Chevrolet to Toyota in 2024, which I think is a huge win for both team and manufacturer. Uh, I mentioned I talked about this in my video that's on you can find on YouTube. You have Toyota, who is seems to always be at a big disadvantage, especially when it comes to speedway races. They just don't have the numbers that Chevrolet and Ford does when it comes to the amount of cars on the track. This will help them in that part of the race. And for Legacy Motor Club, when they're over here at Chevrolet, really they're probably about the fourth team as far as the the list goes. The power rankings, you got Hendrick Motorsports, Richard Childress Racing, and with the emergence of Trackhouse, that is definitely one of the top three teams that, that is on Chevrolet's manufacturer list. And Now they go to Toyota where they will be a top three team just because simply there's only three truly competitive Toyota teams out there, but they're going to get, be able to get the same information, same stuff as Joe Gibbs racing in twenty three eleven, which I think will improve their performance for next year. I know they had a lot of high hopes this year over at legacy. It's been a little bit of an underwhelming year, but this is a good move to try and, and get back into how they looked last year and it shows that this team is not going to be complacent they're looking to get to be one of the top teams in the sport be a competitive week in and week out and now Toyota gets Noah Gregson and Eric Jones back into the fold you know after Eric Jones did time with Joe Gibbs Racing Kyle Busch Motorsports in the trucks and now he is back with Toyota you know and I don't think Toyota truly wanted Eric to go it was just simply the the pipeline was, was stuck you, like I said, there's limited seats in the Cup Series for these Toyota teams and Toyota drivers, and they had to make a move, and unfortunately, Eric was the odd man out. And for Noah, he hasn't been back with the Toyota since back when he was driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports in the trucks, but now he's back in the fold. So Toyota getting a couple of their younger drivers back, and as I said, I think this is going to be a huge win for this team overall. And swapping gears to some driver news, you got Josh Berry who is back in this 48 car back in the cup series uh, with Alex Bowman's unfortunate injury. And Josh picked up right where he left off when he was subbing for chase. He had a just quiet, solid day comes away with comes home with a good finish and is doing what he needs to do to, to build his stock up and has really become the top guy to look up and comer for the cup series next year. The, I want to say top free agent because he's got the deal with junior motorsports, but he's definitely the top name that, it's going to be on team owners' list looking for a new driver next year. And the rumors are swirling that, you know, he'll be going to the four car to replace Kevin Harvick. That's all just speculation. There's nothing official been named yet, but the signs are definitely pointing to that. It was just announced yesterday, I saw where Josh Berry has signed with uh, KHI, Kevin Harvick's management team. So movement is starting to be made on Silly Season. It's been kind of a, slow bull so far this year and really the big player is this four car and and that'll be the first you know trickle effect see how it affects you know from the cup series down if truex truly is coming back to the 19 car this year that takes away a top ride that would have been available in the cup series that probably would have went to john hunter niwacheck which in turn takes away what would have been a top ride in the xfinity series so uh, a lot of moves still to be made. There's nothing official yet, like I said, but if Josh Berry is announced as the driver of this four-car, I think that would be a huge win for Stuart Haas Racing. They're they're getting a good replacement for Kevin. Josh has shown whether it be in part-time starts or his full-time runs in the Xfinity series, he's a consistent driver. He can keep you up front, he can get you wins, but he's a guy who will keep his car clean for the most part and, and can get the most out of it and come away with top tens, come away with top fives. And that's exactly what Stuart Haas Racing needs. Before, earlier in this season, in the preseason, Eric Jones was the favorite. But now with the underwhelming performance of that team, with them going to Toyota, I I think Eric is no longer the top guy, the top name when it comes to free agency. And, And maybe Eric is truly happy where he's at with Legacy. He sees this as somewhere he can, build up and build this team into something uh, of a week in and week out contender. And he seems a lot more comfortable. He may feel like more at home with legacy motor club and and good for him. I don't knock him for that, but this has definitely been Josh Berry's gain him making these starts with the injuries to chase and Bowman has definitely benefited, benefited him, you know, beyond all doubt. So keep an eye on that. There's no rumblings on when an announcement will be made, but with him making these moves to, to, to KHI, it may not be too far down the road before we hear some news on where Josh Berry is going racing in 2024. And that'll wrap up this week's episode. As always, thank you for joining me and listening along. Don't forget, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button to this weekly podcast so you know when the new episodes drop. Also, in the description below, you can find the link to my YouTube and Rumble channels where you can subscribe to those channels. You're notified when new videos drop. We do our weekly fantasy picks, so you don't want to miss out on those. Also, below in the description is a link to my sponsor, Hunt Harvest. Don't forget to go over there, check out their new awesome hunting apparel. Let them know we sent you. Use that promo code RADNEY18923 at checkout. That's R A D N E Y18923 for even more of a discount at checkout. And I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their week, and we will meet back same time next week and go over all the action for Kansas Speedway.